All right, welcome to this week's episode of the Shopmaker Podcast. I'm really excited because this week we're going to touch on a really important thing that happened in the world of golf. Tiger Woods, he's back, kind of, caddying for his son. So for those of you that don't know, I was also caddying for my son over the weekend, which kind of brought up what I thought would be a really interesting topic to talk about in some ways, the differences between caddying, especially from golf perspective, and what we consider a coach. And I think to me, the key difference, which is very topical to people in business and in leadership, is the idea of as a caddy, you know, if I'm caddying for you, I'm going to give you all the information and I'm going to tell you this is what I think you should do. If you're my nine-year-old, I'm going to say, hey, how about we hit the nine iron? And you're going to say, no, I'm going to hit the driver. And you said to me, I don't even know what nine iron is. So I'm like, which one's that? Right. I'm going to hand it to you and you're going to say yay or nay. But ultimately, you're the one that makes the shot, right? Which is different in some ways from a coach, especially your historic, you know, your Bill Belichick's of the world, where it's, you know, my way or nothing. In golf, the role of a caddy is different because at the end of the day, you're giving as much help as you can, but the player is the one that makes a decision. And where I think this leads really well into business, into leadership, is the idea of building someone up to where they can make their own decisions without you versus a coach where you're kind of just beating them down, beating them down, beating them down. Yeah, and it's going to definitely tie right around into <laughs> we talk about restaurant coaching, whether it's developing your team and how you want them to maybe you know coach their team or whether you're looking from the outside and looking to bring someone like you know, our team in to develop and coach you and your team. Right. And I think those are all sort of really important on how, you know, you want to be coached or how your team would want to be coached and you bring the right people in to do that in the style that you want. Well, exactly. And I think, you know, especially using Tiger coaching his son as a great example, right? On one hand, you have how different this is from Tiger's normal, right? Where he shows up, he's the guy, he's, right. you know, everyone's trying to beat him. Right now, he's kind of just carrying the bag, walking beside his son. So, you know, similar to someone in leadership where, it's not all about you, right? It's not all about the CEO and you showing up to the restaurant. It's all about the team being able to take on their responsibilities, get their job done, and you're sort of just the observer. Yeah, and I mean, at a restaurant level, I would always teach that, like especially to like that assistant GM maybe level, where the GM, you know, they were so used to right being being judged on how well they did. Am I the best manager? Am I right. the best this? And then you get to a point where like. I don't really care. You are now judged by how you have trained everybody under you. And it really is a mindset change. And I'm like, wait a second, you're you're right. The success is not me anymore. It's the restaurant. Yes. And I feel like once an AGM or GM kind of understands that, they then can grow to that next level of either being a general manager or being promoted to multi-unit because they get the concept. It's not about them anymore. Yeah, and that's where I'm interested in a lot of ways to see that Tiger has embraced this because I think if you look at old Tiger, it would be hard for it right. to show up to golf course. It's not about you. And, you know, on the flip side, if you think about the person that you're mentoring, the person that you're developing, you know, I think the other thing that's very interesting here is making sure that person knows they have the freedom to make the final call, right? It's really all about being able to make the decision versus always relying on you know, the caddy or the mentor. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, from a restaurant coaching side, you know, it's 
lot of times when we're coaching an owner of a restaurant, you know, we're giving him you know, maybe some industry standards or we're giving them things that we know from past experiences or we're giving from new trends. But that person then is going to have to decide on how yeah. they want to move their business forward. We give them, you know, no different like a pitching coach coming out to the mound, right? <laughs> or, you know, keeping in the sports yeah. team, right? They're saying, hey, this batter hits this pitch really well. This, this goes here or we recommend this. Yeah. Pitchers look out, throw the pitch, right? <laughs> right? Well, and I think that's also important, you know, as we've kind of developed you and Chris as, as coaches is that element of making sure people know you've walked in their shoes. And I think, you know, what I found this weekend coaching my son, and I'm sure Tiger has found coaching his son, that, you know, a lot of times them just knowing, like, you've, you've felt that before, right? Whether it's pressure on the first tee right. or messing up or hitting the bad shot. I mean, I think, you know, that element of empathy is so important. And I think you guys do a really good job of, you know, hey, we've been there, right? Like we've had the bad shift, right. we've had the bad week, and here's what we did. Yeah, I mean, I said, I think as I became, you know, more comfortable in my skin through the career, I, I knew a lot because I messed up a lot, right? <laughs> like I would sort right. of be like, you know, I'm only teaching you this because trust me, I did it the other way. Right. It didn't work out right. well. And I think once you can kind of like humble yourself to yeah. that part of it, it can save steps, can save trial and error by other people. And yeah. I think that's where like the best coaches, best leaders aren't afraid to be like, yeah, that's why I know this. Yes, I know exactly. because I did it this way and it didn't work. Yeah. Same thing as your, you know, Kenny, you, <laughs> you know that shot didn't work because it maybe went right. out of a tree or something, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> but then knowing that, especially I think that, you know, the younger generations, you know, especially as we're seeing our staff, you know, come in that maybe a different generation, I think they really like the idea that it's their decision to make, but you're going to give your insight to it. Yeah, they want the why. I yeah. mean, I think that's the difference if you look back like 20 years yeah. ago, and not just restaurants anyway, right? Coaching, same thing. Do it because I'm the coach. Do yeah. it because I'm the manager. That doesn't really fly anymore. You know, <laughs> no. like people want the why should I do this? Either what's in it for me, what's in it for the organization. Yeah. And that's okay. I mean, I'm good with that is giving the why, making it that, you know, developmental part of this is why we do it. Yeah. And when you pass it, just do it because I just told you the why. <laughs> that doesn't always work, right? We have to, yes, we have to develop that and share that a little bit. And then I think, you know, on the flip side, you know, being aware of this important relationship, right? We might not all in sports have our caddy or whatever, but I think in business, it's important to remember that your role as the expert in the room, however you like to do it, whether it's more traditional coaching or more of the caddy, you know, there's still the element of putting that person person under pressure a little bit right. to let them know they have to perform, right? Like, if Tiger's watching and he's your dad, guess what? Like, you're probably going to show up, maybe yeah. not play better because it's a lot of pressure, but you're going to learn a lot from that experience. And same is true by you washing the dishwasher, right? Like, it's not necessarily watching the dishwasher just to say you did it. It's also just to see how they respond to you paying attention. Yeah, and putting someone maybe in a position they weren't used to being in. I think sometimes we're so afraid to let that new manager run the busy shift or yeah. let that new somebody take us a, a leadership role that they didn't have. Well, there's only one way to find out if there's any chance it's going to work. Yeah. And it's then to kind of put in the fire a little bit, short leash to make sure you're not going to negatively affect the restaurant, yeah. um, but give them the opportunity to make that decision. Be the point person. Um, I think it was a long way in future development because I get that little bit of confidence below them or know that you're right next to them. Like, I come here, I was dumb. 
Yeah. Right, like, let's do it this way. Yeah. But that's what I think is also important that people forget in this idea of developing, you know, caddying a little bit, is that you are really building out like a longer term process that you're saying, like, here's the things we need to work on. Here's the things I'm observing that you may not be great at today, but here's what we're going to work on. And I think that's what I also love about the analogy of it being more of a caddy role is, you know, you're really always in golf playing for the next event, right? I was trying to tell my son on Sunday, it was like, you know, hey, we're not going to give up because we get a bad front nine, right? We're really now practicing for next week's tournament. So what are we going to do differently on the back nine for next week? And I think that's the same when you're mentoring someone in the restaurant. It's like, you may have had a terrible, you know, weekend or, you know, did a terrible inventory or the food is not great. But what could you learn from this? And that's where I think, you know, you guys do a great job of believing that you need to be in the restaurant and using your five senses to to pick up on that, to say, let me taste the food. How can I make it taste better? Let me go back to the basics so that that way I'm constantly improving. Yeah, and I think in both situations, it's that trust factor, right? You know, if you're a golfer and you're trusting your caddy, you know they want what's best for you. It makes it easier to kind of jump off the ledge. You know, all right, that's what they're going to do. And it's in the restaurant, you know what I mean? Whether it's, uh, you know, general manager for the owner or whether it's owner that's working with us directly is that trust factor that we, you trust that at the end of the day, your best interest, the business's best interest is what we want. Yes. So long as everyone's in that common goal, it's easier to swallow the, yeah. this is how it's going to get there. Yeah. Well, and that's where I think, you know, your homework this week, <laughs> if you're listening, is to kind of embrace the idea of, I don't always have to walk in the room as Bill Belichick, right? or <laughs> whoever else you can think of as a really tough coach, or a tough coach. But I also could walk in as, I'm here to make you your best version of you and right. I'm, it's all about your team kind of that servant attitude yeah. but you know does that deliver a better result and that's the question yeah and I think you know whether it's rhetorical or not I'll answer I, I think yes right. I think in the long run the, the the coaching the ongoing coaching and development the ongoing teaching is going to get better results in the long run yeah yeah in the short run a quick screaming yelling <laughs> might be what's <laughs> needed not gonna say never scream on an expo line before i'm not gonna say that yeah. but i think in general the pull to the side let's talk about here i think is going to get you better success yeah i think so too so all right well thank you for joining us on another great episode of the shot maker podcast and we look forward to seeing you next week